Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron, and nicknames are still out! I'm Jeff Crankshaft Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Oh, I gave in to peer pressure. I couldn't think of anything. Damn it. Jeff, was that the one you said you needed to remember to do from last week? Yep. Okay. What was? Why did you need to remember that? Uh, because it was Melvin's name in Fallout. <laughs> Yeah, remember? No. Uh, you have to, by the way, uh, say Crankshaft sent you, they won't know who Melvin is. Oh, yes, that's remember right. Remember to Cory? Cory? Yep. Your favorite character from Fallout 4? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I, I played so much Fallout 4 that all the characters blend together or whatever. They did have that cool robot private eye. That was a great character. Did you guys play that? No, we talked about that last like, week. Cowboy robot that you talked about? No, that's uh, Westworld. No. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Are they still doing Westworld? Yes. Against all odds. Yeah. I, does anyone, like, literally anyone care about it anymore? I, I will watch it. I started season three and have not continued watching it. I think the last one I watched, uh, Evan Rachel Wood fell over under an overpass and Aaron Paul was there being like, oh no, Evan Rachel Wood fell over. That was she's, the first episode. She's a much better actor than me. <laughs> Aaron true. Paul, the YouTube dickhead guy? <laughs> no, no. No, that's nope. Jake Paul. Oh, yes, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, th- whenever I hear the last name Paul, I assume it's an asshole, because 90% of the time that's true. Yeah. Rand Paul, is that also here? Uh-huh. Rand yep. Paul and Logan Paul and whatever Logan Paul's brother's name Jake. is, which I thought was Aaron. Okay, there we go. Uh, Ron Paul, of course. Yep. Paul Bunyan. Ron- that's yeah. not his last name. <laughs> No, he's however, got two last names. However, if there was a folk hero called Bunyan Paul, he would be the worst one. <laughs> yeah, he Does just he messes up your toes. <laughs> he just sells uncomfortable shoes to people. <laughs> anyway. But if you refuse to buy his shoes, then he kills you in your sleep because he's a. a oh, he's guy, one of probably. those. He's one of those legends. Yeah, yeah you have to yokai. to get rid of him. You just have to say, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm too busy," and walk away. That's the mm-hmm. only way to avoid him. But if he flashes his headlights at you, he'll follow you home and murder you. <laughs> his headlights on the babe, the blue ox. Yes, hand hook, hand car door. <laughs> yep. Yay! This is our spookiest episode. <laughs> well, yeah, it's we Halloween we, in July. We set, we've been doing Halloween in July accidentally <laughs> for all of July, and we're still doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. This is our underlying theme, really. I, I mean, that is true. I don't have any other outlet for all of my internal spookiness now that uh-huh. Creepypodsta has been over for a year and mm-hmm. a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You should start writing poetry, Jeff. Oh my god, actually, you should start writing yeah. poetry. No, I, I hate poetry. I'm I know, that's why you it. should do it. That's exactly the people who should... <laughs> it's like leading the country. The people who least want to do it are the people who should most be doing it. I would only write dirty limericks. Yes! Okay. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the man, money melon That right was there. supposed to be my way out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, what'd you anyway. do this week? Uh, okay, so before I say what I did, I need you guys to promise to not be mad at me. Uh-oh. Uh, I can't promise that. 
Well, then I'm not going to do it. So, okay. Jeff, uh, what did you do this week? I will try, I oh. promise. I will do my best <laughs> to not be mad at you, but if you're like, the thing I did this week was kill Jeff's parents, I'm going to have to be <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> I mean, you you have control over your emotions, Jeff. Okay, I will choose not to be mad okay. if you murder my family. <laughs> but if you played a video game I don't like, so help me God. <laughs> that's fair uh no what i did was in my constant quest to have something on in the background while i'm working i logged into my uh food network tv account that i get for free from my cable company and i watched about 30 episodes of diners drive-ins and dives you guys that show rules. Good. Yeah, why would we be mad at you for that? That's I don't know. A lot of people really hate Guy Fieri, and I think I'm one of them, but yeah. I still watched a lot of this show. And I, I developed a deeper understanding of his appeal, I think, because of it. He's, um, he's just like stupid Anthony Bourdain. Well, here's the thing about it, is that I think that his his genuine goal in this show is to bring attention to sh- to restaurants that do good food but are struggling because no one knows about them, mm-hmm. which is, like, a laudable goal. And I think he also recognizes the fact that in order to do a show about something like that, he has to put people on camera who are not very charismatic or comfortable on camera. Yeah. And so he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show up at your place and I'm going to be the buffoon the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't, you don't have to... That. Yeah, like, you don't have to worry about making an ass of yourself on national television. I'm the ass. I'm pre-baked into this show. Yeah, he just shows up with his flame print short sleeve button-up <laughs> shirt, and they're like, oh, jeez, I'm so relieved. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if you're like, oh my god, I need to get my hair cut and, like, get myself looking good before I'm on national TV, and then you look at Guy Fieri, you're like, ah, never mind. <laughs> like, no one's gonna be looking at me and being like, that guy's the one that's poorly dressed. Yeah. He's, Plus, he, he really uh, facilitates the conversation, because the person only has to say, like, um, then we put the beef patty on the grill, and he's like, yeah, righteous, awesome. I do love... <laughs> and, and, then, and then we put cheese on top of it. Yes, yes, cheese! <laughs> <laughs> I do wish that Guy Fieri, whenever he appeared on anything, had the Chiron that said, uh, Guy Fieri professional food enjoyer, (laughs) because that is literally the only thing he does on that show. It's, it's wild. Sometimes, I was just watching an episode where somebody was making marinara sauce for their restaurant, and they just put, like, canned tomatoes and oregano in a pot, and then he tasted it, he's like, this marinara sauce is insane! I'm like, it's not. I know it's not, Guy Fieri. You don't have to pretend. But I guess he does. I mean, that's his brand, is that he loves every food. Yeah, that is very good. Uh, I have been to two of his restaurants. That is not okay. (laughs) Uh, One of them is closed down. The other one I went to in Atlantic City is called Guy's Chop House, and I only went there because it started raining during the Warped Tour. (laughs) Oh god, your day! I remember. Yeah. This burger. Oh Uh, man. It was- I had some kind of pretzel-themed martini, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and I forget what the burger- like, what its gimmick was- was pretty good. Here's the thing. All all of his restaurants are like 
if every TGI Friday's limited time promotional item was on one menu and made with the best possible ingredients that you could make it with, so it I all tastes believe, pretty good. I do not believe that Guy Fieri's chain restaurants use the best possible ingredients, but it's like. You're still you're still making chicken fingers. It does like it doesn't. You can use really good chicken, but it's still chicken fingers that you're making. Yes, yes. and also I don't believe he uses really good chicken. <laughs> you can tell though, like you can tell a place like that, or even TGI Fridays from like uh, frozen chicken fingers. Like you can tell the difference. Yeah, it's like we were talking about Outback Steakhouse in our friends Discord earlier this week, and how. Like, there was a time not that long ago when I thought of Outback Steakhouse as a pretty good chain steakhouse. Yeah. And I was like, I would be like, if I want a good steak, I could go to Outback Steakhouse. And looking at the menu now, it is a disaster. And I feel like that's just like, that's <laughs> that's where any restaurant that is, has enough locations will eventually end up is in the toilet, I guess. Yeah, I think that's capitalism in a nutshell there, that they made a name for themselves as a steakhouse. So then they're known, like, they have that currency. People know them as a steakhouse. Yep. And so, therefore, they can then start to, like, hollow it out from the inside and buy cheaper meat and offer less things on the menu. And people still, for a while, are going to be like, yeah, but, you know, it's a steakhouse where you go for your birthday. Did yeah. Outback get bought out by another company? Because I, like, they had, it was, it's Outback... Uh, Bonefish Grill and, like, that Italian one, and they're, like, all the same thing. Wouldn't it be great to find out that Outback Steakhouse was owned by the, like, Australian Tourism Board? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, that's just by every stereotype that Americans think about us. Well, honestly, like, I don't know that... I, I would bet money that there are a lot of people who would never think about Australia at all if it weren't for Outback Steakhouse. So, like, that's not a bad strategy for a tourism board. I guess. It's better than, like, I don't know, Angora. I don't know shit about Angora. I'm not going to go there. Is that the one? Angola. Wait. Wait. Yes, Angora's the sweater. Yes, that's rabbit hair. Yes. Angola. Yeah, true. Yes. Agreed. So if Angola started a, I don't know, noodle house or something, uh, then I'd probably think about it more. (laughs) Noodle house. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they got noodles there. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't know because they don't have an Outback Steakhouse. What if you went to Asia, let's say, China, and you Uh opened an American-style noodle house and you just serve macaroni and cheese? Mmm. We already we have those in America already. <laughs> I know, but you need the extra layer of uh, exotic. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, though, I feel like you have to do like people do Americanized Chinese food. You'd have to do like I'm selling mac and cheese. Oh, here's some fish sauce to dip it in, or whatever. Yeah, and it has no cheese in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. made with seaweed. <laughs> yes. Huh. <laughs> Uh, I think I found out what went wrong with Outback Steakhouse. Okay. They were purchased by Bain Capital in 2006. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. That's about yeah. right. Yeah, he's Gotham's Reckoning, and he likes to ruin chains. He, he broke the back of that steakhouse, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, this is the company that also ruined uh, Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitt Romney founded it. Who knew? And it's called Bane. That's two on the nose. If that was in a movie, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yep. Han were- Solo, just because he's a loner? Okay. 
Oh, man. I can't believe that scene in the movie Solo where they tried to explain it. Like, (laughs) you don't need to. It already was bad writing. (laughs) And that goes back and then makes it very stupid that his son's last name is Solo. Like, that's not even your name. Someone just (laughs) called you that. Yes. Like, why would he be Ben Organa? That was the royal family of a planet that's dead now. <laughs> and that is the uh, traditional heraldic way of doing it. If your mother is far more important than your father, you take No, 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 though, because Leah Organa specifically stopped being called princess and stopped being, like, as a rejection of the uh, hierarchical class structure that she used to be a part of. I think that makes mm-hmm. sense. I think she rejected that, like, uh, what am I saying? Her- her- uh, heraldry? Nope, that's not it. Heritage. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, uh, but she's still like Jimmy Smith's, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, Jimmy Smith's worked so hard to give her that heritage, though. <laughs> yeah, but you can't do that. You can't say, oh, well, I guess we need to support the upper classes because their grandfathers worked so hard to make those <laughs> steel mills or whatever. Like, still fuck them. <laughs> uh, I think they have, uh, because Star Wars is stupid, it makes no sense. I think Alderaan is an elected monarchy. <laughs> like, that can't like be right. Duke, Duke and Duchess and Princess are all elected positions. That's not. No, that I don't sense. believe that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's just not what those words are. Oh, like, no, that's fine. No, no, I, no, I agree. Jeff is but, probably correct. But Jeff hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because we are already accepting that all of the the language that is in the Star Wars movies is translated from whatever language they speak in galactic, that galaxy far, far basic. away. Yep into English so that we, an English-speaking audience, can understand it. So are we saying that in that fictional translation, we are also assuming a translation error? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like when the orcs in Lord of the Rings say, meat's back on the menu. (laughs) You're thinking of Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) Uh, Like, they don't have restaurants in Mordor, it's just a turn of phrase for the audience. (laughs) Yeah. Has anyone tried to make a Lord of the Rings themed restaurant? Because I bet they have. Huh? Oh, I'm Ooh, sure they bread, have. bread, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can get them boiled, mashed, or stuck in a stew. Yeah, and oh, um, so el- only fence or whatever elephant steaks. <laughs> Jesus, I don't think we can serve that, Matt. <laughs> well, I'm not starting this restaurant, Jeff. I'm just saying. You sell okay. those giant eagle legs, like turkey legs. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there's a place called the Hobbit Cafe in Texas, apparently. Oh, cool. This is just making me sad that I can't go to Star Wars Disneyland and eat all the alien food because there's a global pandemic. Jeff, is this leading into your theory that Star Wars and Lord of the Rings takes place in the same universe? Uh, no, they don't take place in the same universe, but they are the same thing with different skins on them. <laughs> what if, t- because it was a, uh, a long time ago when they had uh, outer space lasers and shit, and then what if in the future it goes back to a very medieval society? Yes, I love this. So, okay, so this, I, I really lobbed up a joke set up for Jeff to, to try to say that these took place in the same universe and then he just said no to that that yeah that's how our podcast works (laughs) so i'm just gonna pretend you said yes and then i'm gonna continue with that joke because i love the idea that like i forget what happens at the end of the last star wars movie but i think that um ray like shoots all of this the death the star destroyers out of the sky with 
lasers out of her eyeballs or whatever. Yes, um, it's yeah, she's uh, a Godzilla, it turns out. It's no less dumb than that. It's basically that is what happens. And I'm saying all those Star Destroyers, like, completely wreck the Earth and they break down as they crash. And so on that planet, evil planet, that is evil with only lightning and that's the only weather, um, <laughs> they are all, like, stranded. All of the people from the Empire are stranded there for millions of years. And only the clones of the Emperor are elves, I feel like, because they can live forever. <laughs> And no magic. Um, Is all, that those, right? all those Snokes in those <laughs> tubes are the elves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, Ewoks become dwarfs. Yep, for sure. <laughs> um, all of the, the stormtroopers are eagles. <laughs> ah, what? Wait, why can't they be those ring wraiths? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, no, sure. that's all. That's all of those Sith ghosts who are sitting in uh, Emperor Palpatine's big stadium of ghosts that he had for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I forgot about that part. That's yeah. so good. And all of this is explained by uh, beloved actor Oscar Isaac saying in the persona of Mr. Poe Dameron, somehow Palpatine has returned. And yeah. that's the only explanation we get for why any of the movie is happening. The real you have to see a whole scene where Han Solo does bad improv to come up with the name Solo. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> the real twist is that Poe Dameron ends up being Sauron. Chewbacca? That's too long of a name. I'm just gonna call you Chewie. You've saved one syllable, asshole. <laughs> also, like, we all figured that out from just you calling him Chewie later. Yeah. You didn't need to explain yeah. that. We don't, like, every, there's so many moments in that movie that are supposed to elicit Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. That meme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right, That's we're, we're uh, done talking about... What were we talking about? Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Would you man. rather see him star in a Lord of the Rings movie Ooh. or a Star Wars movie? Hmm. Star Wars, I think. I think Lord of the Rings. I could see him playing some kind of, like... Like grifter, like potion seller, fake wizard in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Mm. I can see him running a hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> in yeah, space. that's true. I would, love, dives, scum, I would love villainy. I would absolutely love to see him being a, a cantina bartender. Just in <laughs> no, the he has to be. He has to be in the cantina band so that he can sing his hit song uh, "Walking on the Sun." <laughs> And then when someone's like, hey, that's Smash Mouth, you'd be like, yeah, it's this is the Star Wars universe, not our universe. <laughs> and then you say, wait, why are you saying our universe? In, their, in, in the world of Star Wars, Guy Fieri was the lead singer of Smash Mouth, is what I'm saying. Oh, that's the oh. only difference. And then you go back in time. And <laughs> that's how Jedi's happen. Time, and that's how everything comes about. Yeah, that's the, right. The uh, reason that the Force exists is because Guy Fieri sang Walking on the Sun. Yeah, There's agreed. only, like, four pieces of diegetic music in Star Wars. Isn't that a little weird? Like, nobody listens to music. Yeah, yeah it's because George Lucas is one of those, like, those uber nerds who doesn't understand the emotions that are elicited by music, I think. 
Yeah. Um, he's... Are you counting all the songs in that crazy Life Day special? Uh, no. Ooh, but well, that is canon. I'm pretty sure that's canon. <laughs> it's yeah. not not canon. A bunch <laughs> yeah. of characters from it have been made canon. Yeah, and there's a so. ton of songs in it for no reason. Those yeah. are important. Okay, yeah, those are those all count then. <laughs> Uh, but the Cantina Band song, it's called Mad About Me in Universe. I think that's cute. <laughs> and Paul Paul Reiser is actually in that weird uh, devil suit. <laughs> He's <laughs> Yeah, that's him. <laughs> oh, everything is stupid. Matt, you have the football here. You know. I know, I know! God damn it, Jeff! Every time I'm just about to do it, you point it out. Okay. Anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? <laughs> Uh, I finished watching um, Midnight Diner. I think I mentioned that on the show. No, you haven't mentioned it on show. You only mentioned it in text because I've been wanting to talk about it with you because I'm confused why you started watching it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a good call because when I saw based on a manga, I was like, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, it's a Japanese... Okay, you explain it, but it doesn't sound like your thing at all. It actually is. Once okay. you like look into the substance of it, so, it's about restaurants. So this is, this of is a it's Japanese show that is, uh, I guess, kind of a sitcom, but a sitcom more like uh, I'm thinking of a lot of British ones, Peep Show or uh, IT Crowd or something like that, where it's like it's there's no laugh track and it's all taking place in like very small spaces and outlandish things happen. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of show. Does yeah. that make sense? Sure. So it's like a, a yeah. an absurdist comedy? A little bit, yeah. Huh. And uh, the premise is that there is a uh, man in Tokyo, the Shinjuku region. I don't know which part of Tokyo that is, but he has a little back alley diner that is only open every day from midnight to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he has a menu with pork soup and beer on it. That's it. <laughs> but... If you come in and ask him for anything that he has the ingredients for, he will make it for you. Is it magical realism-y at all? Like, is there an element of, of wistfulness about, or not wistfulness, whimsicalness about it in that Easy. way? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, not super whimsical. Not like, um, not like uh, Miyazaki whimsical. Is there, I guess what I'm asking is, do any wolfmen show up at this diner? At no. Night? Well, fuck. <laughs> Everything is, like, mm, serendipitous. Like, sometimes he'll know what someone might want to order, but, like, there's no, like, magic going on. There's nothing underlined there. It's just like, oh, this is, what a strange coincidence. So it doesn't turn out halfway through that the everyone in the bar is a vampire? No. Or he was an angel the whole time? He might have been. <laughs> we, we just don't know. He's like Rowan Atkinson in Love Actually. Yes. <laughs> He's a real Mr. Bean. Yep. In that he serves beans, probably, in his diner. Probably. That's a very big staple of Japanese food. It's true. <laughs> Is it? Yeah! Like soybeans and soybeans. There's soy sauce and tofu, but I don't think there's any beans in any of the dishes that I've seen him make. What about bean paste for desserts? Mmm, yeah. delicious red bean paste. It doesn't make any desserts, I guess. What? How do you watch this show, Louisa? It's not you at all! <laughs> Each episode is named for the type of dish that is the focus of the one person's story. So I like that. It's very good. And yeah, it's just a cute show. It had, had two seasons, and then there was a long break, and then it had three more seasons. And the most wow. recent season was 2019, so I don't know if they plan on making it in the future, because it got bought by uh, Japanese Netflix, and that's why it's on American Netflix. Ah. Uh, huh. That's... 
How long? So, like, was that over the course of you know seven years or something, or did they do a bunch of seasons all tight together? They did like one a year. Okay. So yeah, there were two years and then a break and then three more years. Uh, each season has ten episodes. <clears throat> um, going back really quick to the the diners, drive-ins, and dives. When I started watching it, I was like, I wonder how many years this has been on. And I looked at the list of seasons, and there are thirty six seasons. I bet that they <laughs> they must have done more than one a year, or I grossly misunderstand how old Guy Fieri is. Yeah, no, that show started in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he won that um, contest for Food Network. Yeah, like, next Food Network food. star. Yeah, uh, boy was he! He's like the biggest Food Network. He's star the only Food Network star anymore. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. <laughs> oh man, that show. Uh, it's only been on since 2007. So yeah, they must do several, like three seasons a year or something. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so this show is really good because it's slow paced. I know that's not for everybody, but people like take a moment to like you just see someone eating for a second, and then you just see someone like in a park just thinking. <laughs> like there's not it doesn't have to be things happening constantly, which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, is it nice? Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It wouldn't be for everybody. There is a little more homophobia than I would like. Like if you think back to Friends, and you were what would watch Friends now, and you'd be like, "Oh man." People really thought that was okay to say in the 90s, huh? Well, there's a bit bit of that on this show as well. Yeah, it's really weird. Every time I encounter a piece of Japanese media, it's like homosexuality exists in the abstract, so it's just like a thing to make fun of or like uh, make like crass jokes about, which is so different to how the experience of uh, Western media has been for the past like 15 years. Yeah, so that's shame, but... Yeah. It is odd. Uh, in Persona Four, there's a whole like yeah. s- story arc of a character who people <laughs> presume is gay, um, and it resolves. I mean, the whole like theme of that game is like you should be comfortable being yourself, no matter what. Like you don't have to be the way that people want you to be, which is a nice message. And like I think that that's an, a good message to associate with things like homosexuality or non-traditional lifestyles and stuff like that, but, like, uh, even then, at the end of it, you're like, you guys still somehow managed to mess this up, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You still, like, the end of it is basically, like, you should be comfortable living the way that you are, no matter what. So if you're effeminate, that's fine. But you're not gay, though, right? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not gay, I'm just effeminate. It's like, okay, yeah, then you're totally cool, as long as you're not actually gay. It's like, Come on, guys! What are you doing? (laughs) Why did you even bother? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, other than that, I recommend it. It, You really can tell it's from a manga in the sense that it's little uh, sort of self-contained stories. Mm -hmm. And in the fact that he fights giant men with a sword at one point. You also have to watch. You have to watch it from right to left. (laughs) 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 What does that even mean? (laughs) I don't know. You have to watch it in rewind. Oh, that'd be pretty good. Has anyone done that? Mm, only to find <laughs> satanic messages. Mm, yeah. It's, it's, they should do, like, a kiss sitcom, and you have to watch it backwards <laughs> to understand what's happening. They shouldn't do a kiss sitcom. <laughs> Let's start there. I mean, of course they shouldn't. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> That's about all the juice we're getting out of this melon. Jeff, what did you do this week? Why are you uh, juicing a melon? 
Delicious <laughs> watermelon fine. juice. Yeah, cantaloupe juice. Watermelon uh, juice is just water. No, shut no, up. I don't it's think good. so. There, there's like no flavor in watermelon liquid. You are no. insane. Have you never had a glass of watermelon juice? It's very good. No, you'd have to condense it down somehow. You couldn't just have the God. liquid out of a watermelon. Yeah, no, you, you do. It's it just tastes like water. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> God it damn like it. Watermelon. This is nothing. This is supposed to be part of it. Why? <laughs> I just think it's wild that when you think of a thing that you would juice, the thing you went to was melon. There's the juiciest so many, fruit that we have? There's so yes. many more juiceable things. Maybe there aren't, because all you do is crush down some cubes of watermelon, and you have so much watermelon juice. It's yeah, amazing. but you're... Okay, you guys are both on the side of watermelon juice is more common than, like, fucking orange juice? No. You monsters? I didn't say it was more common. It's yeah, you're doing a straw man. To get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that for when someone's like, what's a thing you do? Ju- if this was Family Feud, and you had to say a thing you juice, and you said melons, that would be zero answers, Louisa. <laughs> you would get no points for that. Bullshit! You are completely wrong. How no. many other things can you name to juice? Get out Tomatoes, of carrots, apples, oranges, oranges lemons, limes, limes. clam. Clamato he used to have those commercials with French Stewart being like there's hardly any clam in here like that was their selling pitch because they thought that was really funny uh, you know they I were don't. Right. that is funny yeah that's great do you remember a few years ago when they started selling Bud Light Lime with Clamato in it <laughs> what yeah. what yeah. why oh my god the only thing you could put in Bud Light Lime to make it less appealing Jesus yeah uh, I haven't tried it because that sounds like the worst possible thing you could ever put in your body. The other day I was at the grocery store checking out and someone had put like four bottles of Clamato uh, in the like magazine rack or whatever. <laughs> they waited too long and had a yeah. heart. <laughs> they like decided at the last minute they didn't want it, which is a wild thing to do. But then the person, the like... I don't know, attendant or whatever who was walking around picking up all the baskets was like, are these yours? And I was like, what? Of course not. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Do I look like a pervert? That's the only person I assume would buy Clamato, right? Uh, speaking of the grocery store, just real quick, I had a weird interaction that I did not instigate. I was looking at uh, onions and a woman was near me looking at garlic and she said, oh, they keep it so cold. And I said, ha, ha. And then she said, oh, but you know they need to because of the virus. And then I turned and walked away as fast as I could without (laughs) responding anymore. What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't want to (laughs) know. Yeah. Uh, All right. uh, Hit me with that prompt again. We lost our momentum. All right, let's juice this melon. Jeff, what did you do this week? So I had a, a, like, one of those sort of weird depressive episodes where you just want to, like, lie down and something needs to be making noise in the room where you're gonna go insane. Yes. Uh, and I watched some YouTube and I started uh, getting videos from this channel I had never seen before called Jaden Animations. And I watched like two dozen of these videos <laughs> the past two days. Um, and it's just a normal blog, like a vlog, but instead of seeing the person talking, it's all um, animated. It's all um, drawings of Will Smith's son. Yeah, yeah it's all, all drawings of Will Smith's son. Okay. Uh, no, it's it's like, it's an animated vlog, which removes the main barrier for vlogs, which is, boy, I hate looking at people's smug faces. Um, 
but good. it's it's just this uh, woman telling stories about her life, and they're animated, and it's a pleasant thing to have on in the background while I'm playing video games. Okay. I've seen, I think I've seen this one. I'm going to look it up now and see if it's the one I've seen, but <clears throat> um, they can be nice to look at, but also, uh, I yes, this is the one I've seen. I do find this woman's voice to be unbearable. <laughs> I think that I have a thing about me that's weird, which is I like women with annoying voices. <laughs> it's it's not even just that her voice is annoying, but like the one that I watched, the the recording quality was so poor mm. that I could hear like the echoes in the room that she was recording in. Yeah, is it's... that is that a, a, an ongoing thing? No, I've only watched uh, mostly recent ones, and it's all, like, professional quality. She has, like, a whole animation team now, weirdly. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, hmm. So, yeah, there was one where it was, like, she did a Nuzlocke run of Pokemon and animated her adventure. That was pretty fun. Mm. Um, it's, you know, just something to put on in the background. Yeah. Do you guys have a, a comfort YouTube that you use? Uh, I like to watch Townsend, as we've talked about before. Yes. Um, Jeff, you told me about it, but uh, a guy makes uh, seven, late 1700s style food, and it's real slow, and it has nice... Oh, like, that, rem- <laughs> that reminds me, Louisa, have you seen on, I think it's on Netflix, the series, um, oh no, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, the series uh, Victorian Arts and Crafts House... No, I think you've mentioned it. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I have or not, but you definitely, definitely should watch it because you would love it. Okay. It's just, it's only four episodes long, and it's a bunch of people who do modern day crafting who have agreed to live in a Victorian house for a month and only do things with Victorian tools, and it's amazing. Mm, Lead paint, and they all get lead poisoning. Yep. And, like, they have to cook their own food using Victorian cooking methods, so they scrape calves' legs and stuff. It's so <laughs> gross and weird. <clears throat> All right. I'll anyway. Have to check that out. Um, I, I sometimes will put on those, uh, what is it, outside Xbox, the, the, like, top ten video game thing videos, oh. if I just want something on in the background. Do you know about this? Uh, nope. No, I don't know. Describe it to me. Uh, there's a, there's a channel called Outside Xbox. It's a, like a British, uh, video games channel, but they just, every week they put out video game top, however many lists, like, uh, the top 10 times that you thought you died in a video game, but you actually didn't, or like the top 10 most annoying bosses to fight ever and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just stuff that you can not really pay attention to. Hmm. See, I find I like to have something we're saying on in the background, but if I'm like just like super anxious or something, it's nice to just have something on. But if I'm doing something else, I can't have something on. I usually can't, but I was uh, kind of going through a slower part of the RPG that I'm trying to finish on Switch, mm. um, Cosmic Star Heroine. So I've just like, I wanted to, I, I like the, there's, I... I usually have a hard time focusing on a JRPG, like, since adulthood started, basically. <laughs> um, like, that was the main thing I played when I was a kid, is I would dump, like, 80 hours into into a Dragon Quest or whatever. Um, mm. But now Pokemon is the only one that can grab my attention, but... Uh, Which is wild, because it is the one with the least plot by far. <laughs> right, that's probably why it grabs my attention, because it has... <laughs> engaging mechanics rather yeah. than uh, a plot but like the the sort of meditative 
quality has been appealing to me lately, where it's just like, no matter what you do, if you just keep moving forward, you will advance the story, and you don't really need to be particularly skilled to do so. Yeah, the thing that I like about RPGs, and I think also the reason that I get into the idle games so much, is because I like a game where no matter what you're doing while playing it, you're getting better. Like, the, even if you're doing making every decision wrong, you, just by playing the game, like your character is getting stronger. You're you're doing you're you're getting closer to your goal, even if you fucked up. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's nice. Uh. Also, the YouTube guy who I watch a lot that uh Matt you also watch, but he's annoying. Uh, started a new channel about food, so I've been watching those as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, he is annoying. And I saw those, and I was like, no thank you. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. He did the... Uh, this is Matt Pat, and Food Theory is the name of the new channel. Um, one of the videos was annoying, where it was, like, uh, treating Kool-Aid Man as if he was a fictional character, and, like, what are his superpowers? Um, That's- hold on, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I also... I mean, like... <laughs> he definitely is a fictional character, right, right? sure, but he's not, like, a character. He's basically just an icon that goes, oh yeah, in commercials. Now, he had I- a series of comic books. Which yes, I read his comic. Yeah. I do want to point out, and I just need to really lock this down for all of us, we are 100% certain that he's fictional, right? Because <laughs> I don't want to say I'm thirsty in the middle of this podcast and have my house destroyed. <laughs> uh, are you sure? Because that would be pretty exciting, right? <laughs> no, I, I, all my stuff is here. <laughs> he It'll still be the there. Yeah, he just be covered in Kool-Aid. I don't think that my house could structurally handle having one whole wall destroyed by a Kool-Aid man. Mm. Well, you don't know until you try. Yep. Um, Oh, sorry, go on. No, anyway, uh, that video sucked, but then he did another video of, like, check testing the rumor of do you need to uh, add eggs to boxed cake, and then another one where it was, like, which fast food fries are the most bang for your buck. And, like, those ones were more interesting because they had actual, like, actionable things to come well, with them. Well, listen. <laughs> I don't think it's, like, a, uh, uh, some kind of Illuminati secret that maybe you don't actually need to put eggs in your cake. Like, it does change it, though. Yeah, he did it, and it was, like, different. Uh, yeah. Some of the blind taste testers preferred the eggless cake, weirdly. Um, but it has things in it to replace egg, and they did not change the formula when they s- said that you have to start adding egg to it. Here's the problem I have with all of these theories channels, because he also started one called Film Theory. And while I ca- I will entertain the fact that Matt Pat is somewhat of an expert on video games and like the science inside them and lore and stuff like that, I absolutely do not trust him to be the guy who knows everything that you would need to know about food to be able to debunk myths like that. That is absolutely not something he can do. (laughs) He can't even do it for movies. I watched, like, two of those, and I was like, you don't understand film theory at fucking all! Why are you doing this? Yeah, it's, it's, um sometimes very cringy because he does have to do a video a week and he does have to make people click on them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be uh, when he really just wants to talk about the Kool-Aid man uh, being very overpowered, he has to brand it as, like, the Kool-Aid man is gonna join the MCU. Yeah. Mm. 
But also, why do you want to talk about the Kool-Aid Man? And the answer is because he is such a weirdo. Yeah. I mean, definitely part of some sort of weird sect of Christianity, I think. We've talked, we've definitely talked about that on this show before, Mm -hmm. but yes, he has, he has mentioned several times on the, on that channel that the reason he doesn't swear isn't because of the YouTube rules, but because of some kind of like hyper Christian thing that he belongs to. Uh, yeah, he was also in show choir a lot when he <laughs> was a kid, which is another <laughs> thing that Christian families do, I'm pretty sure. I cannot believe how many quote-unquote cool YouTubers are, like, the worst kind of theater kids. The theater kids that I, a hugely dorky theater kid in high school, even I was like, uh, you guys are a little too much. <laughs> like, that is every fucking YouTuber now. Yeah. <laughs> how? Why? <laughs> This is slightly off topic, but I feel like fundamental Christianity really nerfs people because <laughs> the people I know who are like fringe weirdos, but they're like extremely attractive, and you're like, why are you a fringe weirdo? And then it turns out they had some insane fundamentalist upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, that like brings extremely attractive people down to our level. Yeah, like, why? But you were hot. You didn't have to do religion. <laughs> They didn't do that when they were 12 and they were getting, like, jumped into whatever weird church. Mm, You know, if churches jumped people in, I think I would understand it more. (laughs) Does the Juggalo church do that? (laughs) I mean, if they had a church, they probably would. Mm. They do have a church, and it's any home uh, with... (laughs) Anywhere where three or more are gathered in... (laughs) Violent J's name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, where any more than Shaggy Two Dope are gathered. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bad even for you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, is it is it time to randomize a wiki and yeah, then go to it? Let's yes. do it. Oh boy, we got another one for the tweens. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> uh, we got the Roblox wiki. You didn't? Oh, there we go. Uh, how's this going to be fundamentally different from Bionicles or Legos? How is uh, this it is for- different from both because it's a computer game. Oh, so it's not even real. It doesn't even have the realness of those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I think it is similar to a, like, Minecraft type of thing, where it is a, a creative MMO. Yeah, they say okay. it's a great game creation yes. platform yes, in the I'm part that say, you're supposed to Yes, I'm going to say it as soon as you stop do. talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the Roblox Wikia, a Roblox encyclopedia that anyone can edit. This Wikia currently has 21,867 articles and 51,648 f- 51, files, whatever that means. Uh, I think that's Ro- like pictures and stuff. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the Roblox Wikia is a comprehensive database focusing on the massively multiplayer online and game creation platform, Roblox. Uh, anyone can edit the usual stuff. Uh, ooh, here you can learn how to develop games and make money, real and virtual, and everything about Roblox's culture, community, and more. That wait, is disturbing. Wait, wait, <laughs> In what way can you learn how to make games on this site? Uh, I think that it is, um, like, you can design, like, games within Roblox that people can come play, I think. For huh. money? For real money? There's no sure. fucking way that Roblox allows you to monetize your, like, coconut shy in the Roblox <laughs> world or whatever dumb shit you did. Well, apparently. I mean, it says real and virtual money. Um, you can 
uh, buy things in game with Robux, and Robux can be purchased with real currency. Robux are only good at Sears Robux calendars yeah. or um, mm. catalogs, though. Oh yeah, no, they're out of business. Of it's issue. a scam. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, I should have said the background is um, uh, <laughs> like it looks like a Lego kind of house. There's a little minifig type of person sitting out front in the wearing an Alvin and the Chipmunks sweatshirt. <laughs> And then I can't really see, but on the other side, it looks like maybe there's a crane doing something. Yeah, there's another minifig there wearing, like, construction worker clothes with a hammer and carrying a board to build some kind of wall, probably. And there's, like, a <clears throat> muck mansion happening in the background. Yeah, this may be, like, native advertising for Donald Trump's border wall. I'm not I'm not ruling it out. Yeah. <laughs> Was that yeah. my joke, or... Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Roblox is uh, is uh, conservative Minecraft. You know what, Jeff? You know what? You, that you say it like that's out of the realm of possibility, but like that's how that's where we are as a society right now. No, that's it true. would call be like it would be called like Minecuck or something. What was the What was the one the like Twitter for conservatives? Was it Parser or something? I think Parser. Gab per- was another Perler? one. Was it Perler? Parler? Parler. Parler, that's the one. <laughs> uh, we got we got there. Uh, Parler and Gab were the two, uh, like, ooh, you can say anything, and we won't ban you, and people have gone on there and said things that are not right-wing and get banned immediately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Ugh, but but it, I guess what I'm saying is, in Roblox, if I built a uh, giant statue to us guillotining the rich when I get blocked. Blocked, ha! Ah! Roblox. get blocked in this game. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Get blocked. <laughs> that's commercials the, in the 90s. Yeah, that's said. the commercial, like, a couple tweens hanging out like, hey man, you want to get blocked? Yeah. And the mom's and then, listening in like, oh no! Roblox man kicks the wall in and he's like... <laughs> Come to Roblox and get yeah. blocked, suckers. The Roblox man is like the extreme version of the Kool-Aid man where he yeah. kicks down your wall and comes in and he's like, hey, you fuckos, get Roblox <laughs> or else I'm going to shoot you in the face with my gun. For some he's, reason... He's still a big frosty pitcher, but he's still like bits and bites. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I'm imagining him as the bad guy from Small Soldiers. <laughs> I'm imagining him being a frosty pitcher and he looks identical to the Kool-Aid man, but he's full of blood. <laughs> and you can't tell that. <laughs> you can't, exactly! If you see him from a distance, you don't know! But, yeah. like, you That's see it flash around, you're like, it's sticking to the glass a little too much to be yeah. delayed. But yeah. by that time, it's too late, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you've already great. been got... This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to discover how you make money on Roblox. <laughs> is, there, is, is there a wiki how about this? <laughs> Uh, under content, there's several icons for things like the Avatar Shop or events. One of them is Robux, and it is extremely shiny green coins and bills, which look like the money that they throw off of uh, uh, Mardi Gras parade floats. Hmm. Well, those beads that they throw at you to take your shirt off? Uh, sometimes they throw coins as well, but they're plastic coins that look like this. <laughs> oh, yes. It'd be fun if they were big metal coins. They were just chucking them at people. <laughs> this is just a pog slammer. <laughs> I showed you my boobs for this pod slammer. <laughs> oh, you've knocked over my whole pile of pods. God damn it. 
Um, okay, so please, there- Please nobody in the audience point out the other spelling and definition of pog, thank you. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. Um, okay, Roblox 101, how to, act- how to make actual money in the game is a PC mag article from uh, 2018, so I'm just going to read this. You guys go on. I'm okay, seeing, cool. I clicked on Robux, and I'm seeing a warning in the corner. Do not click on any links that say you can earn free Robux. If anyone is telling you you can earn free Robux, they are trying to scam you and steal your account. Report them yeah. immediately. They're definitely a pedophile who's trying <laughs> to catfish you into getting murdered. <laughs> Not typically a pedophile's primary uh, goal, but good to know. Oh boy! Well, I, I guess to I guess all of the horrible you, things that people you know do what I guess a pedophile can have diverse interests. I shouldn't, you know, pigeonhole them like that. Yeah, like why, you could. You could. You can hold political fundraisers and have a pedophile island. You can yep. do both. But you, either way, you also want to do murders. We can all agree on that, right? Well, we all want to do murders. And yes. If we had enough money to stop worrying about everything else, all we would want to do is commit murders. Mm. I, would, I wouldn't. Well, what if, Jeff, you're an outlier. Louisa, that makes me think, what if like vampires aren't supernatural in any way? They are just the richest people in the world. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Totally uh, right. And they're just Matt, so bored that they're like, I guess all I have left is to drink blood. Matt, you have succeeded at uh, literary criticism. You've correctly interpreted the metaphor of vampires. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I this is impenetrable to me. Yeah, I also don't understand. I'm looking at a table to show you what price in euros or dollars Robux are. One Robux can be exchanged through the Roblox website for .0035 cents. Yes. Oh, you could just straight up trade Robux in for money. Yes, if you go to the website and you log into your account, apparently you can tra- transfer. If you do 100,000 Robux, you get $3.50. Jesus. Yes. This table is telling me for every dollar or pound, which are exactly the same in this chart, which is strange, uh, that is 80 Robux. I do like that the Roblox Corporation has on their site uh, stated that there's a monthly limit of $1,050,000 that you can earn. Cool. <laughs> so uh, even, I thought- even if you get the requisite 100 trillion Roblox to get $1 million, that's it for this month, you guys. <laughs> You gotta wait a whole month before you get your next million dollars from the Roblox Corporation. Um, I thought that this was going to be, like, Second Life, but everything looks like Playmobil. It turns out it's Unity, but everything looks like Playmobil. What is Unity? Uh, Unity is the, like, one of the big game development platforms that, uh, all of your favorite games are made on. I don't understand what you mean by Unity, but, like, Unity is a platform. Every type of game is made in Unity. Yes, but, like, this is just, like, it's that complex. Like, there's tech, Mm. like, you can make textures and stuff in the game, and there's scripting, uh, which is... Not what I had anticipated. I oh, thought so it that's was... why they're saying people can make money on making games. Yeah. yeah. You make a game and you can charge people to play it, I guess. Hmm. It seems like the main way to make money is to make, like, clothes for other people to wear, and if it's popular enough, people will pay Robux for it, or whatever. Huh. 
Maybe I should get into this in a big way. Yeah, maybe yeah, this it. is how you make your first million, Louisa. Because <laughs> you can design fabric textures in Animal Crossing, and I've done that a bunch, and I mm. do enjoy that. So. Have you tried selling them on eBay? I have not. Wow. <laughs> I've seen people do that. They do, like, fake Gucci logos and stuff, and they they look terrible. I wonder if anybody buys those. I feel like you could probably, like, if you designed a really good uh, Elsa from Frozen dress, you could throw up a QR code on Gumroad and get, like, a, a buck a pop for it. A dollar? No way. Maybe a cent. <laughs> Matt, I think you're uh, underestimating how much people like this stupid Animal Crossing game. Yes, I certainly and how am. how little value they put onto a dollar. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. for a dollar. <laughs> Oh my god, I would, I would, for the violence I would do for a dollar. <laughs> See, you were upset a minute ago when I said if you get rich enough, you just want to commit murders. But you would do it for a dollar, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing it to get rich, not because he is rich. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. That's no, the difference. Uh, the violence I would do is all to uh, property. Mm. Okay. I'm just also getting a dollar for the violence I would be doing anyway. Now, Jeff, you you have agreed many times with me that the best thing to do right now would be to murder and eat the rich people in this country. So you do want to do some violence. Ooh, maybe the poor are vampires, actually. No way. <laughs> no, the poor are zombies, Jeff. Oh, Get your yeah. monster Sorry, metaphors yes. right. Right. Yeah, fear of poor people is zombies, and then fear of rich people is vampires. Yep. It all tracks. Uh, I have yeah. a random page. Is it time for those? Yes, for sure. I also have a random page. Put it in the oh, chat for you. Mine. I have, in the category of back accessories or toy items... Mine's a back accessory, too! Exciting. Baker's Arsenal. Baker's Arsenal is a hat accessory. So, oh, right away, you're raising some questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was published in the Avatar Shop by Roblox in 2018. This is a Celebrity Collection Series 3 toy item. Uh, you need to buy a mystery box from that collection and get a specific character called Neverland Lagoon Star Fresh. Wait, Doesn't you need to sense. slow way down. This is a Celebrity Collection 3 series. Are they telling me that this spatula is a celebrity? <laughs> Yes. Oh, uh, let me just say for the listener, appearance features a spatula and a rolling pin strapped together forming a cross. So I guess you would wear this against your back as a little figure. I guess. If you're like some kind of... Or maybe on your hat? Chef. Yeah. It might be on your hat, though? Maybe. Okay, so I clicked on Celebrity Collection Series 3, mm -hmm. and I'm even more confused now because one of them is a minotaur, and that is not a celebrity. <laughs> Uh, you know who he is. Yeah, I guess I would recognize him. <laughs> if you showed me a picture of the Minotaur, I would be like, I know that guy. Oh, God. How did you skip right over the top character on the list, the 10 million Robux man? Yeah, that's nonsense. <laughs> like, does he have bionic powers? Because otherwise, what's the point of this thing? He looks like Ganondorf in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, Jeff, you could be the new Joan Rivers with that kind of wit. <laughs> That's either yeah. a compliment or an insult, but I can't tell. For when people's Roblox are walking down the red carpet. <laughs> I, even if you just said that about somebody walking down the red carpet, that would be scathing. Uh, which uh, comes, famous actor comes, looks the most like Ganondorf? Here comes Joey Fatone, and he's looking like Ganondorf in a tuxedo. <laughs> I can see that from Jerry Fatone. Yeah! <laughs> I 
going to say Jason Momoa is the most Ganondorfy person who could walk down a red carpet. I'm going to say Jeff Goldblum. Is this racial? Mm. Is is that a racial thing? I don't think Jason, it is. Jason Momoa and Ganondorf both kind of... Ganon is from a, a green people. They're green. Well, <laughs> he's, only sometimes. He's from like, the they Gerudo. are also supposed to be an amalgamation of, like, all kinds of uh, desert cultures. Yes. But I feel like I'm safe because Jason Momoa is an American and of Pacific Island descent. Yes, that's, that's the true. opposite of the desert, the ocean. What are you saying? But, but... In the Legend of Zelda games, the ocean becomes the desert becomes an ocean, and like oh, yeah, it's on shoot, that the boat. Gar- the, the oh. Gerudo are pirates in Majora's Mask. Mm. And he becomes Namor, <laughs> Prince of the Deep. I mean, that's not entirely untrue. Yeah, Prince of the Deep would be a much better title for Namor. Yes, yeah. for sure. Than the Submariner, which is nothing. Which is very bad. Yeah. Um, um, so Starfresh is some character who's like a baker I don't really understand I think this is made by just randos all these characters who are celebrities um cause they don't have any through are they, is it an in-game celebrity like yeah, I wonder do people have enough invested in this game that they consider other players to be celebrities at it I guess I wonder yeah that sucks that's not good <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I got a random page, and my random page is Shattered Back Guitar. <laughs> yeah, this this is a weird one, but I like it. Shattered Back Guitar is a back accessory uploaded to the ra- Avatar, uploaded to the Avatar Shop by Roblox on November twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen. I feel like I feel like a lot of these were are like official Roblox uploads. I don't. I want to see more of the fan made stuff. If yeah. I'm going to pay 900 Robux for this thing, I want it to at least go into another small business owner. <laughs> I love that fictional currency never makes any sense. Like, yeah. when I'm when I'm playing Animal Crossing, I always just convert in my head to yen, because that's what, like, every Japanese video game, if you're dealing with gil or poke dollars or whatever, it's just supposed to be yen. Mm-hmm. But... Sometimes wait it's like wait a minute. I'm sorry, Jeff. I don't mean to break up your flow. They're not called Poke Dollars, are they? Uh, I don't think that they have an official name. Cause Jesus, that's a bad name. The symbol for them is a P with two lines through it, that like how true. the the yen has two lines through it, and uh, the dollar Jeff- also has two lines through it, Jeff. Japanese, uh, it says Poke Dollar. Uh, uh, no, the lines are horizontal. So. <laughs> So it's different. It's like yen or euro rather than like dollar. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, <laughs> but now uh, you see the through line for all this world currency, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, anyway, I usually just do that conversion in my head, but sometimes I'll encounter an item and I'll be like, it's not $1,400 for this wall scroll. That's not how much that would be. Why is it 140,000 bells? And I feel like that's happening with Shattered Back Guitar here. How much money is 900 Robux? Uh, I mean... He was a dollar, so... Each each one Robux is $0.0035, so if you do the math, I think you'll find that well, this it's is... Than, it's more than $10 for this piece of bullshit. It's $3.15, oh, according shit, to... An app I found that is uh, Robux to dollars convert. Yes, that's that's a right around where I was just about to get to. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, this is. But here's the thing: 
these fictional currencies, the reason that they work the way they do, Jeff, is because dipshits like you guys will pay them. I won't pay them. Uh, you pay, you buy shit on Animal Crossing and tell me about it ad nauseum constantly. Yeah, but no, that's not money. real money. My God. No, no, I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why it works as, with fictional currencies. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you, people like you, who are dumb, will just <laughs> do it. Will be like, I don't know, I, I don't need to use these bells to feed myself, so I guess I'll just throw away a million <laughs> bells on this dumb shit wall scroll that I'm not gonna hang up. Whereas people who are smart like you spend their real dollars on buying the Persona game on every single yes, platform. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is far more intelligent. At least I played all those games. How many pieces of furniture do you own that you don't have in your house in Animal Crossing? Listen. Uh, 1,600. Yeah. Because that is how big the furniture storage is in my house, and I keep filling it up. <laughs> yeah, same. I've got a second house, and I'm almost filled with it. Oh my god. Jesus you Christ. You people are monsters. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> this is a pretty cool-looking entire, but I would like to point out that it says... Very, I don't know why they would put these stats here because it makes it much less impressive. As of December 9th, 2018, this guitar has been purchased 17 times and favorited 148 times. Yep. So people aren't really buying this thing. My guess is that the supply and demand in this marketplace is pretty fucked up because I, my guess is like there are, I'm going to guess 20,000 people playing this game and 500,000 possible like back accessories. That you could buy. Mm. Probably. <clears throat> I wonder if we can get some stats on how many people are playing Roblox. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> 50, uh, in 50% this percent of all Hold people on. are <laughs> Yeah, 3.5 billion. Um, so an article from Business Insider in 2017 says that Roblox boasts 56 million monthly players. That was 2017, though. Everything we're seeing here is the end of 2018. I want to know about now. Yeah. There's a live player count, uh, I found, too, and currently there are 1.8 million people online in Roblox. How? That doesn't make any sense. Because it's the is, summer and kids aren't allowed to go outside. Is this some kind of Bitcoin mining front? Yes. It's, it definitely seems fake, right? Yes. yes. Everything I've seen about it seems like it's a phone game that just steals your credit card number. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like... Like, I feel like I would have to go to a website that would start screaming at me that my computer was infected if I wanted to download this. Guys, what are we going to do when Robux becomes the official currency of the United States of America? <sighs> Friggin' start designing games for a living, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Make back accessories all day, I guess, is what I gotta do. Well, back to the, at least we'll all have jobs. <laughs> Back to the texture mines once again for another eight-hour slog designing hair that looks like raw bacon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the grossest thing. That, is, that so was perfect, the example though. they used in the article that was a tutorial on how to make textures for the game. I would buy it. <laughs> See, now Matt's the idiot. Mm -hmm. Uh... I got a random page, and this is our last one, and then we can stop because, God, it's sweaty oh, so in here. Oh, hot. Yep. Uh, community post approval. Uh, this, artic this article this is... is the, this article is the how to play Canasta card in your deck of playing cards. 
Exactly. Uh, this article is a stub. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, the post-approval group is a group of people who are responsible for reviewing posts submitted by new members on the developer forum. As of September 8th, 2019, there are currently only 19 post-approval team members. The group was created to support the community sages who previously managed post-approval on the forums themselves. Oh, man. Cool. I do like that it says that they that you need you can comment on this article, but it also needs to be approved by these people, which seems like self dealing to me. Yeah, we can't. Uh, no, this this wiki is not the. the oh, forum. okay. Um, the developer forum is some kind of forum web forum related to Roblox. If I click on it, it goes to devforum.roblox.com, and it basically looks like a Google group or like a modern use group or something. Yeah, it looks stupid. Don't care about it. <laughs> I want it to look like a, a internet message board about video games from 2002 or nothing at all. <laughs> when I hear forum, that's what I need. I just got oh, really man. bummed out thinking about some 14-year-old out there who genuinely thinks he's going to make a living designing Roblox clothing in his hey, life. Hey, that is... Way more likely than what teenagers actually want to do when they grow up, which is become Twitch streamers. <laughs> yeah, at least you you have a skill if you yeah. can make now, this is these textures. This is the equivalent of drawing stuff in your uh, the corners of your notebook. I like this. Yeah, I I think that um, if I were rearing a child, I would definitely push them towards uh, Roblox above <laughs> many other types of terrible free free to play games. Like this is definitely a level above Fortnite in terms of the enrichment of children. Jeff, whenever you go back to teaching classes again, I really hope that you advertise your Twitch streams to your students. Because I would have fucking loved to have been able to watch my teachers playing video games I, when I was in um, high school. I used Twitch to play, uh, uh, I guess, I think it was Drawful mm-hmm. with students when we were still doing remote learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did consider streaming uh, <laughs> to Twitch, but I never did. Yeah, I can't imagine. Some of these things are awesome. I clicked on the back accessories uh, category and the trending pages. The number one trending thing is the Infernal Undead Immortal Sword. Jesus. <laughs> Which is a green and gray sword with like a wavy blade, a huge spider attached to the hilt, a big green gem at the end, and then some like little dangly dagger on it as well. It's awesome. Mm. Um, uh, so the, the most recent activity on this page is someone set up a new category of pages called Articles with Trivia Sections. So now you can see all of the articles that have a section about trivia, and I'm going to click on one and ask you guys a trivia question. Are you ready? Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, Okay, here we go. Uh, In the... uh, What is the name of this bundle? Okay, in the Agronoth bundle, along with the Linen Thickhoof model... What is the animation that is included with that purchase? Uh, you grow horns on your uh, person. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. He already has horns, but you're Damn. close. Uh, they're dabs. No. <laughs> the answer is Night Idol. <laughs> cool. What yep. does that mean? <laughs> Trivia! <laughs> uh, so I, th- cool. I think I just cracked something wide open in this. Okay. Uh, I know that we're trying to, we want to wind down the show, but I think that I've uncovered a grand conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Okay. It turns out that Deutsche Bank owns this whole game and co- and website. 
Exactly. Uh, no, I clicked through to the Avatar shop, and mm-hmm. then event prizes, and the top one on the list is Legendary Egg of Gygax, which is mm-hmm. a hat that looks like a D20. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said that it could be obtained during the Egg Hunt 2008 event. So I clicked through to that, and it is... It's, you know, an Easter egg hunt, mm-hmm. but, like, you... In the game? Um, uh-huh. I'm with and, you so But, like, you game it? Like, a game yeah. version? Okay. Right, weird. it's Crazy. in the game. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is where the author got the idea for Ready Player One. Oh. Because that is about an Easter egg hunt in a virtual online multiplayer game. That does make sense, and... Is that timeline just- track? Yes, because that book came out in 2011. And just like in Ready Player One, in these games, the main prize that you can win appears to be promotional codes for downloads of Hotel Transylvania 2. Yep. (laughs) And definitely someone who is 15 will call you a slur. Yes, for sure. I mean, that does happen in Ready Player One, doesn't it? Yes, that yeah. is uh, something I'm very glad that Steven Spielberg and his screenwriting partner, Zach Penn, removed from the story. Removed from their bad movie. Yeah. Uh, that movie was the best possible adaptation you could get. I mean, like, it's a, it's a movie designed to pander to internet chuds, so, like, you're not going to be able to do very well, I understand. But you could have just not done it at all. Thanks to... Um, Indiana Jones 4. It is not Steven Spielberg's worst movie, though. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting. Well, it might be his worst movie. It's just not his worst performing movie, right? Uh, no, I mean, like, Quality Indiana movie. Jones. Uh, <laughs> Jeff watched Kingdom both of the Christmas Skull is awful. Okay, I have not seen Indiana Jones. Nor have oh, I seen yeah. Ready Player One. Okay. Uh, Ready Player One is watchable. Um, For one second there, Louisa, when you said, I have not seen Indiana Jones, and then paused, I genuinely thought you were going to say, I do love Ready Player One, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I got so angry just at the posters for that uh, movie, because mm-hmm. they were just rip-offs of cl- classic posters from movies that had earned our goodwill by being good. Yep. Yeah. That's the, the whole uh, of it. That's the whole premise of the whole everything about it, is yes. that. Yeah, the the book is a bunch of teens in the, like, 2040s or whatever have to become obsessed with 80s pop culture because some Gen Xer made a, <laughs> a virtual reality game and, like, all of his clues are in 80s pop culture garbage and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, the movie cha- made one change that was good where this guy is portrayed as a total loser who sucks ass instead of a cool hero who is very cool for knowing all about war games. <laughs> But here's the problem, is that I don't think that they do a good enough job of that, because he is a loser that sucks ass, but he's still the hero of your thing. He still does cool stuff. And that means that people watching it will be like, I still want to be like this guy. This shitty, terrible guy. Yeah, I mean the, like, incel who made the game, Uh, not the uh, weird computerized main character. Who also is shitty and terrible. Yeah, he's, he's bad the whole time. Uh, yes. Anyway, we can stop talking he, about this. He, no, you don't understand. He earns a woman's love by knowing enough Back to the Future quotes. Yeah, he has seen The Shining, so that means that he gets the prize. And if a woman ever doesn't love you, even though you know a lot of Back to the Future quotes, that's her fault, and you should be very angry at her. <laughs> that's the message of Ready Player One. Matt, isn't this how you run your own life? I know you are sitting there with a giant Back in the Future poster behind you. Yeah, but I don't know any quotes from the movie. I've never seen the movie. You're too cool for that. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, he just likes it for the aesthetic. I know. I just like to see Michael J. Fox checking his watch. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like how people will wear a Misfits t-shirt because a skull is cool. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. love Jim and the holograms and they don't understand. <laughs> yes, it all makes Talk sense. Talk about age references. Okay, guys. Well, Hooray. thanks for listening to Get our show. Where's our book deal, goddamn? Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please uh, tell your friends about the show. That's the best way we can grow, and we really appreciate it when you do that. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod. Oh, there's a chime uh, that signals that one of us has to die. Now, that was the Not straw it. in my drink that I was taking a drink of, so I wouldn't have a dry mouth. Mm, well, unfortunately, you rang the, the gong that summons the Elder God, so... All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I ask volunteer not for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> I'll die, it's fine. It tolls for Matt. Yep. Uh, okay, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. Uh, you can also join our Discord to talk to us directly, uh, and if you want to do that, then just send us a message on social media. I'm on Mastodon, at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. You can go to mastodon.social slash at JeffJK, and that's where my thoughts are. Then you can also go to Instagram and Snapchat and look me up. I'm at JeffJK on both of those as well. All right, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at mastodon.xyz. All righty, guys, it's another one in the can, so we did it. And now we never have to know about Roblox ever again. I might have to. I teach teenagers. Oh, damn. Surely by the time they get to you, they realize that Roblox is is less fun and interesting than just about anything else you could do on the internet, right? I feel like it is something that they still play but don't talk about because it's not cool. Mm, like yeah, how I, say, I like, if there was an article written in 2017, an article written, there's no way this is still cool. Like how when I was a freshman uh, in high school, I still really wanted to watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but I knew I couldn't because it would be it would be the mo- least cool thing I could do. You could watch it, you just couldn't ever tell anybody. Yes, exactly, and I never did. <laughs> Except now. Ah, oh, got you. damn it. Nerd check, this whole <laughs> podcast and the previous one and our whole friendship yeah. has been leading up to this moment. Uh, you were at my wedding, Jeff. <laughs> I, sp- I gave a speech at your wedding all just to embarrass you now and be like, ah, look, the nerd who watches Power Rangers even though he's 14. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alright guys, well thanks for listening. Please come back next time. In the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Someday we'll find it. The Rainbow Connection. Do your job!